Welcome to We Understood That Reference. You know, one recent superhero film that seems to get lost in the crowd is Shazam. So today I thought we should talk about it. I'm Claiborne. And I'm Nikhil. So I really enjoyed Shazam. I, I had no idea what to expect going into it. And you and I watched it together when it came out. And I'm surprised it didn't get more attention. It was really good. It was. It was like a, a change of pace for DC uh, tonally. And it was just like a fun movie. Yeah, without spoilers, how, how would you describe Shazam? Ooh. It's like that uh, that old movie, Big, um, meets <laughs> yeah. a superhero. <laughs> I guess, you know, the trailers probably made it pretty obvious. The, the big premise uh-huh. is a little kid becomes a grown-up superhero. Yeah, right, pretty much. Just imagine Big as uh, a guy with superpowers, and uh-huh. it's pretty much that. Oh, one of the things I liked about it was it kind of had that like 90s feel to it. It reminded me of like the like kids movies that we saw when we were younger. Yeah, it was a nice change, I think, from the normal tone, especially in the DC universe, because um, DC has been a lot more um, gritty, I guess, and realistic and adult and all of that. Yeah, so the tone was totally different. It was lighter. It was fun. It was um, uh, a little bit more like less self-serious than a lot of the other movies. Yeah. Would you say, though, that it's a kid's film? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Yeah, definitely family-friendly. family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, of course, you know, the, the main character and characters in it are um, a group of children. Right. Um, so, But to, to, to me, it, it, did, it did have a lot of, I think, kind of adult uh, appeal to it, um, especially, I think, in terms of the humor that was kind of targeted at superhero movies. There was a lot of um, kind of making fun of uh, typical superhero cliches. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Did they make fun of the superhero landing? My favorite was the, um, the them yelling at each other from from far away uh, <laughs> while flying around in, in space, in the air, basically. And he's like, uh, uh-huh. you know, the villain's giving his, his great speech. And then he's like, what are you saying? I, I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I guess. I guess just in case, we'll go ahead and say spoilers from here on out. So if we want to mention any anything, uh, I guess you know it, it was a fairly popular movie. I think pretty successful, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there's still a lot of people who who skipped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It didn't do. It was like the the Ant Man of um, DC. Yeah, <laughs> except in so much as Shazam almost seemed. Uh, you know entirely disconnected right like it going into it um, you know I wasn't really sure is this fit into DC the DCEU or uh, or what Um, you know they didn't really promote it much as like a DC property no connection to the rest of the universe and then even watching it especially you know with the um, the I guess it was like an end credit scene right where um, you finally do have Superman show up in the film but uh, he's missing his head. You don't get to see uh, who who Superman is, which makes it seem like you know even even the production team was like you know we, we're not gonna we're not gonna bother getting the actual Superman to show uh-huh. up here. So it's almost no. like it felt like DC kind of disowned it. Uh huh. No, they actually tried. They tried like really hard to get Henry Cavill to to come back mm-hmm. uh, in the role, but th- that was I think in between his like contract negotiations. Yeah. And um, he really should have come in for the day and then the so cameo. So it, it was more than races. just a, a mustache issue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess that that makes it a little better, but it does seem just in terms of marketing and and the rest of the film too. Obviously, didn't really have. I think there was a few references here and there to the fact that like Superman and Batman exists and these characters mm-hmm. know about them in their universe but um, 
you know, they didn't have any other connection to it. So when that happened, then it just sort of seemed like, well, this is like a, you know, the redheaded stepchild of the DCEU or something. They <laughs> they didn't even want to bother getting the actual Superman. Uh-huh. Um, in which case, you know, why did it have to be Superman? I guess they could they could have rewritten it probably and made it to be, you know, Batman as his hero or or the Green Lantern and brought back Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that would have been an excellent cameo. Um, you know, they just just to give it some extra DC connection. How much how much do you want to see Ryan Reynolds come back in the uh, the Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League? Oh, I would love to see him play. I play it, but I you know like it's so funny how much he rags on that movie. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know there's obviously in Deadpool the reference to him. Uh, you know. Uh, going back in time or whatever and killing mm-hmm. himself before he, he takes that that role and <laughs> yeah. um i was watching a, an interview with him and taika waititi in terms of uh i think it was free guy that new movie uh, that he's in okay uh, yeah. apparently taika is in it as well oh and okay. uh they were talking uh they did this little joke about how they both forgot about green lantern because taika was actually in it as well as a minor role Mm-hmm. And so they were acting like this was the first time they ever met. And then somebody else is like, wait a minute, but didn't you guys do a movie together? And they're like, no, no, what, what do you mean? No, wait, this is the first time we met. We never did a movie. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, the, the Green Lantern, right? And he said, Green Lantern? No. Oh, you know what? You're thinking of Green Hornet. No, no, I'm not Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes out of his way, it seems like, to just, you know, he he really like, I don't know. You know, he's got that personality though too. So yeah. how much of it is a joke versus uh, how much is it that he you maybe really just didn't you know hated the movie, hated the whole experience, regrets the choice. Um, you know, and it wasn't a good movie. I, you know, that's that's fair. But I can't imagine him turning down the opportunity to do it right. You know, yeah. Because like you know, he's still a cool superhero. If if you could still be the Green Lantern, yeah. Um, I'm sure he would jump at that opportunity. And what better way to kind of uh, do that than to just throw him into the DC universe here that already exists and just you know act like that movie never happened he's kind of like the Hulk in a sense where like yeah. you know everybody forgets uh, about the Hulk like oh okay that just that movie never happened but um you know the character's still here right and I I think it I think it will I have a feeling that that he'll show up because it's just yeah. like this it's not a big commitment for him so it's just like a couple of days on set and you get a big splash. Yeah, especially for for cameos. Like, you know, he's yeah. not necessarily going to, um, if he wanted, you know, I'm sure he could get uh-huh. a standalone movie. And yeah. I imagine he probably would want that. I, I couldn't imagine him not wanting to be a superhero. But um, mm-hmm. obviously he has Deadpool already and he's very busy. So it might just be, you know, he's not able to. But um, yeah. I think if they could make it work with his schedule, I, I don't see any reason that he would, you know, turn mm-hmm. it down especially given just the you know how cool that would be he just seems like the kind of person who would do something almost purely for a joke he would commit to doing a whole yeah. feature film just as a joke <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i could i could see that happening i i, I think he's going to come back a little while probably like probably die and then like another green lantern will take over yeah that would be a good way to to pass on the i guess pass on the lantern that's what my money's on yeah so is there a lot of connection to Green Lantern or anyone else in the DC universe just in general to Shazam or has Shazam always been kind of separate? Like, does he hang out with the Justice League and all of that? Uh, I think he has a close tie to Superman, actually, in the in the comics and mm-hmm. like throughout his history. So I think that like that's the character he's most closely associated with. Yeah. And so I, I mentioned, you know, I don't I didn't know really anything going into this movie. And I think that was kind of a plus. I wonder, you know, if you knew mm-hmm. kind of more what to expect if it would still be as enjoyable 
uh, but going in kind of blind, uh, it was it was a really uh, wonderful surprise uh, how good the movie turned out to be. Yeah, same here. I did a lot of my my research after I saw the movie, so so yeah. when I first saw it, it was kind of afterwards. That, you were like, experience. "What the heck was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy?" Yeah, um, for me. So I think I'd mentioned this too when we were when we were leaving. I was like, "That that, that wasn't at all what I thought Shazam was," because uh-huh. I had uh, remembered. So I had heard uh, later afterwards. I looked it up to figure out what was going on. I always thought that Shazam was a genie, mm-hmm. and yeah. the reason being is that there's a cartoon genie called Shazan or Shazan or something like that. Okay, apparently. So this guy like calls a genie, and the genie, uh-huh. you know, is like a superhero or whatever. And, and I don't know what they do. I don't yeah. remember. I just I know I watched that cartoon a little bit when I was a kid. So I I thought that that was Shazam, and then I think part of the reason too is I you probably heard of Kazam. Yes, I was about Kazam? to say that with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, well, no, not with, no, yeah, with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> and so that's the other thing is, is that with Kazam, Kazam has its own confusion because apparently a lot of people think that there's a genie movie starring Sinbad. Oh, yeah. And, well, what is it, Sinbad? Yes. And, no, and there, right? there wasn't. No. So that's, that's the thing is that for whatever reason, a lot of people have a memory uh-huh. of Sinbad playing a genie in a movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Shaq played Kazam, a genie, in a movie. Okay. There is no Sinbad movie, but people really? think and people are convinced that this happened, and it's a real thing. Like it's, uh, you can go online, and there's like all these conspiracy theories about, you know, what it was and where it came from, and um, and yeah, he, he apparently he never it, it never actually happened. But Kazam wow. obviously sounds like Shazam as well, and then True. you combine that with Shazan or whatever the mm-hmm. however you pronounce that the the yeah. actual genie cartoon. Uh-huh. So in my mind, when I heard Shazam, I was just thinking, okay, some kind of genie. Uh, superhero and so they, of course it wasn't anything like that and so that was a that was a surprise but I you know didn't really know what Shazam was to begin with that was just you know the only the only thing I could could sort of remotely remember from my childhood about it oh that's awesome I I, I do remember the the Shaq the, the movie with Shaquille O'Neal mm-hmm. um, and he also played um, Steel do you remember that the DC movie Shaq played he did. Steel yes no I don't, I don't know this this was like in the 90s. And the movie was called Steel? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've not followed a lot of um, the Shaq filmography. <laughs> it's quite short. It won't take you very long. <laughs> okay. um, the yeah, movie was I'm pretty sure I've seen Kazam, um, but uh-huh. uh, I think that's where, where it ended for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Steel was pretty bad too. Yeah, but that was in the DC uh, superhero world. Yeah. I think it was meant to take place in like the Batman... Um, uh, like the Batman Forever kind of universe, it really had that kind of a, a feel to it, which I, I know you love. Maybe Shaq will uh, make an appearance alongside Ryan Reynolds then. <laughs> you never know; anything is possible, really. So, do you have any favorite parts of the movie? Uh, like anything that really stood out for you for of Shazam? Um, I thought the part where he catches the bus was really cool. The superhero moment. Yeah. It's been a while, so I'm just trying to think of like the parts yeah. I remember. The training montage was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that was fun. That relationship too with his his sidekick character being, you know, his his kid friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously they're both kids and they're friends with each other, but then when he turns into Shazam, he's an adult. So you basically mm-hmm. have this um, uh, adult played by uh, Zachary Levi. Right. This little kid hanging out. They had really good chemistry, and it was really funny to see um, the adult guy. You know, that actor Zachary Levi. He he played that role so well like you you really see this is really like this childlike quality 
to how he plays it. Yeah, I think he did a really, really good job with that role. Yeah, he kind of reminds me, it's sort of like a Chris Pratt situation, but like if you remove the kind of um, asshole quality, you know, because like yeah. <laughs> Chris Pratt, he's also very immature and childish, but he goes in that very, um, you know, he kind of being a jerk and a narcissist route. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but but uh, with Shazam, you know, that, that actor, he plays it a lot more uh, genuine, mm-hmm. you know, more, a lot more heroic. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's kind of a similar situation. I think those two, especially considering those two actors both came from comedy. Yeah. Um, that's another interesting kind of parallel there is that, you know, you, he played Chuck back in the day. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically a nerd, a nerdy character on, on a TV show. Even though it was action oriented and he was kind of a kind of a superhero kind of character in that, you know, fighting crime or whatever. Right. But him himself, you know, the the, the actor was was nerdy, scrawny, um, <laughs> and that was a lot of like the butt of the jokes in the show. And then since then, he's gone on to be <laughs> a superhero and you know bulk up like a superhero. Uh-huh. And same yeah. with Chris Pratt, where he was just this you know pudgy pudgy comic relief character on Parks and uh-huh. Recreation, this kind of loser yeah. character. Uh-huh. And then same thing with him. He goes off to be a superhero. Yeah, that transformation was insane. Like if you see Chris Pratt in like the first season of Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. it's like the it's a 180. It's like, like how is this possible? Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. You never see that guy riding motorcycles with velociraptors. Right? No, not at all. You can see him pass out on the couch with like a bottle <laughs> of cheese Whiz though. Easily. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of what's next for Shazam, do we do we have any information on potential sequels or anything like that? Yeah, so there's nothing concrete, but there's a lot of talk. So uh, there might be a, a direct sequel. There might be a, um, a like a, a streaming series on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also uh, Black Adam, which is um, actually one of um, Shazam's villains who's actually going to be played by The Rock. And so that one has been dated. It's coming out, I think, December 2022, if I'm not mistaken. That would be like a straight sequel to the to the movie? Well, that'll be like a spinoff. Because I don't know oh, okay. if uh, it'll be like in that world, kind of adjacent to Shazam. I don't know if the same characters will be there. It seems like there's probably a lot that they could do with the world, especially considering this movie. It, it You know, again, we're getting into spoilers probably, but um, the movie turns out to be more of an ensemble superhero movie at least for the climactic ending right. um, but you have all these little uh, kids that are there as part of the the foster family and the majority the majority of the movie is really about Shazam and him getting his his superpowers and figuring all of that out but then by the end uh, you know he recruits his his uh, foster family to join up with him as as other shazams i I don't really i don't know (laughs) are they also shazam i guess his name is not shazam though right like isn't that that's true his name is something else but shazam is the word he says you know what his name is is it doug uh no it's actually captain marvel oh right yeah Yeah. okay now i remember where this all comes from Uh uh-huh yeah so that's captain marvel i remember I, i had a um I think it was a Mortal Kombat versus DC game, okay. video uh-huh. game or something. And one of the characters on it was Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, this guy in a big red suit. And he, he would say, I guess he would say Shazam. And then the electricity would zap out or something. Yep. So that's was what I had in mind is who Captain Marvel was. So then whenever uh, the MCU actually comes out with Captain Marvel, I was like, wait, what? Captain Marvel's a Marvel property? And... And she's this fire, fiery flying woman. <laughs> this is not what I thought <laughs> Captain Marvel was. 
Right. Um, and it turns out, yeah, that was that was Shazam. So so he's Captain Marvel. Right. Correct. The the word he says is Shazam. Right. And that's how exactly. he turns into a boy. Do the yep. other kids also say Shazam, or do they say uh, their own words? Do they have a unique word? I think they also say Shazam. Okay, so Shazam is the magic word that turns you into a superhero. Mm -hmm. He's Captain Marvel. The kid's name is just a normal kid. Uh I forget what his name was. Uh, Billy. Billy Baxton. Billy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Billy turns into Captain Marvel. Now, they didn't really clear do that in the movie, though, right? Did they talk about him, refer to him as Captain Marvel at all because of the whole Captain Marvel thing, probably? Yeah, because they're they're legally not allowed to call him Captain Marvel anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, so so the history is that Captain Marvel was uh, a comic book back in the 1930s, um, and is very popular until about the 1950s, and then um, at that point they sold the name, um, or or whoever whoever created Captain Marvel sold the property to DC, and then DC kind of got rid of it. At that point, he wasn't popular anymore. The series was canceled, so like they let go of that copyright. And then so so later Marvel bought it up and now Marvel owns it. So are these two Captain Marvels um, sort of the same origin or is it just the name? Oh, no, it's just the name. Like the, the, the story that you saw in the movie is um, the origin story, but uh, of uh, Shazam. The Marvel Captain Marvel, other than the name that they got from the DC Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. No, it, yeah, it's just the name. Like the stories are two separate things. It's just oh, the, okay. they happen to have the same name. So, do we know what they're calling them now? I guess at some point when they lost this um, <laughs> copyright, did they uh-huh. update the name of the Shazam character to something else? Is he now Captain DC? I think they just call him Shazam. They just call him Shazam. Yeah, yeah. I would I would look in the credits, I guess, and see if he's uh-huh. credited as something, right? Um, yeah, it says here Captain Marvel, also known as Shazam. But then that is weird because. Um, then you have these other kids who also say Shazam and they turn into superheroes. So then are their superheroes also named Shazam? So then you have like Shazam. Hey, Shazam, can you take care of that one? Sure, Shazam, I'll take care of it. Look out behind you, Shazam. And they all turn around. Yeah, that could be very confusing. See, this is why they're not getting a sequel. It's too confusing. <laughs> but I do like, I did like um, all the kids coming together and, and fighting there and um, having these um, these other Shazams <laughs> out there. So I, I would like to see a sequel that focuses more on them as a, as a family of um, superheroes, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But... But but I do think they got to clear up that confusion. They need to they need to give them all actual names. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Well, they they were all different. Like their costumes were all different colors, right? Yeah, but I think they all have the same power, right? Yeah, they they just all become very strong because there's some sort of council of wizards or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. They could really flesh out the lore, I guess. You're supposed to, um, I guess, if you read the comics, then you then you know more what's going on. But in the movie, it didn't really get much into the to the backstory or the lore there you know you had the the, the creepy wizard guy that gives him his powers and tells him to teach to say how to say shazam and then he eventually passes that on to his kids or his uh his siblings and then um they take it from there but i i couldn't really tell you what his powers are to be honest like he he can fly um and there's something obviously he has a lightning bolt on his um mm-hmm. on his suit but i don't i don't really know what his he can zap things. I don't. I don't really remember. Yeah, he can zap things, and he's really strong. He's really strong. He can. He can uh, deflect bullets like Superman, right? Right. Because there's a scene where he gets shot <laughs> yeah. or something, right? 
they're robbing a or not <laughs> robbing but i guess they're they're stopping a robbery uh and yeah so he can that was kind of that that was a lot that was a big scene for i think a family-friendly movie though right like um <laughs> he's like we got to test whether you're uh, bulletproof or yeah. not he doesn't know and he just yeah. basically gets shot and i can i can see that's not a good message to give to kids is like you know you think you might be bulletproof <laughs> well you know you got to test it um so that that might have been a bit bit uh dangerous on yeah. dc's part but um but yeah so he's he's bulletproof he can fly he can zap things with electricity he can charge cell phones that's right that's a really good that's a really good power yeah especially especially in these times um with everyone having uh-huh. having cell phones um so in a way i guess uh, the old shazam comics were um prophetic yeah right because he had this superpower that wasn't all that useful i guess at the time <laughs> but now the whole world <laughs> yeah yeah the people were like electricity what do you, what do you need yeah, that that's for a good point. <laughs> and now he's like um yeah everything runs on electricity and you know you never know when you're you're going to be away from an outlet and need a need a charge yeah it's true is there anything he can can he shoot anything out of his eyes or do anything x-ray vision anything i don't like remember that? that being the case i didn't see anything like that in the movie but i but i don't know his i don't know his powers beyond behind the uh-huh. scenes i just remember um from the game that i had played i think the move that he had was basically he says shazam and then like a thunderbolt mm-hmm. comes out from the sky okay and and zaps the the uh, other person Superman was also in that game, and um, I think they probably had some kind of uh, some kind of intro about it about how they like weakened him because they have to like make it so that Superman and uh, you know Sub Zero can fight and have have it have them be equals mm-hmm. basically. Okay. And so because Superman is like so overpowered compared to anyone else, they had some kind of um, storyline in the in the like the opening sequence of the game where like I don't know Raiden or whoever the gods of Mortal Kombat are, they, like, uh, dampen Superman's powers a bit. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Just to make it a fair fight, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun game, though. Um, it was weird to see uh, the DC superheroes being so violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that they had fatalities. I think they even um, specifically had no fatalities for the DC heroes uh i forget what they okay. called their special like finishing move they did have a finishing move of some kind but um other than just being like uh you know extra harmful or whatever they didn't they didn't murder their <laughs> opponents but i do think you could murder them maybe because i think the mortal Kombat people had fatalities still <laughs> unless they took it out of the game entirely but i, I don't know i have to check and see because um i gotta go see if um you know scorpion is beheading superman in this game or what yeah i don't think that'll get the legal approval necessary (laughs) yeah it seems like dc wouldn't sign on if you could if you could violently murder their Uh superheroes but i do remember that i I was thinking that the no fatality rule only applied to the dc characters because i i remember they had something else that was like a fatality but it was called something different i gotta look this game up it's a good good kind of old game to to check Mm -hmm. out again but um you know we're, we're getting off the topic of shazam a bit although that was probably my first real uh introduction to the character although oh, he okay. was um, captain marvel at that point oh yeah yeah i was cleaning the chimney we have no chimney i guess now is a good time for a quick ad break or it would be if we had any advertisers we do have a patreon though you want to tell the listeners about that sure so it's patreon.com slash w-u-t-r pronounced water exactly but it's spelled w-u-t-r 
water. Anyway, people who like our show, they can go to Patreon and support the show. If you donate $3 a month, you'll get a call out in our end credits. And for $10 a month, you'll get the credits, call out, and access to our monthly Q&A live streams. Very cool. And with that support, we can hopefully make the podcast a lot better. The audience has been growing, so we really need to upgrade to some professional equipment. And hire a professional editor. Yeah, definitely. I guess that's it for the ad for now. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash water. W-U-T-R. And support the show if you enjoy listening each week. Now let's get back to whatever we were talking about. Say the magic words, fat Gandalf. One uh, one interesting t- tangent uh, about like the future of the franchise is that you got to look at Henry Cavill's uh, new contract with uh, with DC, and he signed on to play like large cameos in other people's movies. So he hasn't signed on for mm-hmm. a um, Man of Steel two or like another Justice League movie, but he has signed on to like appear in other people's movies. So he's gonna be like a, a Nick Fury or a you know a, a hulk yeah. kind of a character a tony stark uh, no no because he's not going to be like the focus he's just going to show up he's going to be more like the hulk or like a nick fury in, in in the background of other people's movies yeah well that's how like tony stark is in the the spider-man movie you know he's, oh yes he's yeah. there to say like you know I'm, I'm i'm iron man i'm in charge of everything but um, uh uh-huh. this isn't my movie here you go right here's some glasses kid <laughs> yeah so he's going to be that kind of kind of role he's like yes i lead the justice league but um uh-huh. You know, I'm not going to handle this myself. Right. You take it, Green Lantern. <laughs> so, um, yeah, exactly. Like, he would fit in that kind of a role. Like, uh, in, in a Shazam sequel, it's kind of like the best kind of a place you could put him where it would make yeah. the most sense. I don't know. It's, it seems weird. Like, we could have a whole episode on um, Superman sometime, but it's strange to me that he's so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Captain Marvel problem too, you know. At least the MCU had the um, kind of foresight to send her off to fight cosmic injustice mm-hmm. or something. So, so you know, you write her out. Okay, there's a reason she's not here to save the day all the time. Mm-hmm. But you have someone like Superman. Assuming he's sticking around for uh, to be part of the Justice League, and he's still, you know, interested in earthly affairs. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he, you know, stopping all the crime and saving the day? Instead, yeah. we have to let Aquaman take care of it. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know, Cyborg or some other people. Uh-huh. So it seems weird that, um, you know, he, you either need to have a Superman who has, is a real participant mm-hmm. or just don't have Superman. Because Superman's character, he's, he's not a Nick Fury. He's not an administrator. Right. So it doesn't really make sense for him to be in that kind of role, a small kind of minor role. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with Shazam, I, you know, it's fine. I, I like how he was treated in this movie. It would have been nice, I guess, if they had the actual Superman for the cameo. Maybe maybe they can reshoot that sometime and, and put it in the, the director's mm-hmm. cut. But um, I did like how Shazam is sort of taking place in that world. They know that Superman's out there, but they don't work with Superman. You know, they're not, they're not on Superman's team. They're just handling their own little problems in this community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Like... Um... I don't think DC thinks they can sell a Superman movie, but you know, putting him in another franchise kind of makes that kind of elevates that franchise and makes it more yeah. exciting. So it's like you which think- is which is weird because Superman is is their big property. Other you know, Batman yeah. I guess has been more marketable over time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you want to promote Superman, just and you want people to watch a Superman movie, just make a good Superman movie. I think the problem mm-hmm. is is that they they haven't done that yet. 
Yeah. Um, Shazam too also seems like you know that was that was more what I would have expected in terms of tone for a Superman movie. You know, it's it's it maybe a little too too much on the humor and kind of mm-hmm. you know the for kids element. Yeah. But in terms of the the colors, uh, you know, especially whenever at the end when they're all wearing their bright colorful mm-hmm. suits of different different colors. Yeah. Um, but just how it took place during the day, you know, he had mm-hmm. a very human problems of his own as a kid uh, mm-hmm. and with his foster family. And to me, that's also part of the Superman story is being Clark Kent and, you know, his relationship with Lois Lane and his job at the uh, newspaper place and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we seem to be missing in all of these yeah. movies is that I think, you know, Shazam was almost a better Superman than, than Superman has been. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, they need to figure that out. I, I think the problem is they don't know how or how or how to do it in, like, a new way or an interesting way or... Just yeah, well, they they kind of they kind of ruined it already, and you know they yeah. they kind of they they keep doubling down, like they they can't write themselves backwards, I guess. And mm-hmm. even in terms of like the message of hope, you know, like this um, kid, yeah, he's he, he's a kid, so maybe he's um, naive, but he's certainly idealistic, hopeful, and yeah. that's the Shazam personality is really what I would have expected more from a Superman kind of character. Like every time, uh, every time I see Superman, he just seems like depressed. And he's just like, who cares? You know, like, why are we saving the world? What is it all for? We're all going to die anyway. And so, like, if, if that cameo at the end where Superman shows up at the uh, to, to to meet that kid at the uh-huh. at school, yeah. Um, in real in reality, if it really was Henry Cavill's Superman, mm-hmm. that would have been a terrible meeting because the kid oh, yeah. would show up. He would show up, and the kid would be like, so cool and happy to see Superman. And he'd be like, wow, here's Superman. I told you we're, we're best friends, right? And he'd be like no kid why would i be friends with anyone <laughs> this, there's no point we're all dead you know what about martha do you ever think of that <laughs> and you know like i can't imagine dc's current version of superman being someone who kids would want to look up to or yeah. who would even be a good role model for kids wow. um but shazam on the other hand i think you know he he did hit that mark um so i think i think it's a it's an interesting kind of irony there yeah that says a lot and kind of says a lot to like how much they've kind of strayed from where they should be or like what the true essence of the character was supposed to be yeah they've changed him so much that he's not who he was and there's there's really no reason i don't think that they can go back um they won't is the problem but really if they wanted to do another superman movie all they'd have to do is just give him a reason to live (laughs) superman right now (laughs) he's just too depressed He's already discovered, you know, he 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 and Batman put away their Martha issues, right? Mm-hmm. In the yeah. last movie. Right. Now he has friends. He has Batman, he has Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he has Aquaman. Have Lois Lane come and, you know, show him the joy of life and living and yeah. just just let him actually enjoy being a human. True. And then that can give him the motivation to now be a good person. It's like yeah. they sort of like have the the beginnings of an origin story with him, mm-hmm. but they just never took it to the second act. You know, it's like he starts off tragic <laughs> and then nothing ever changes. And all you need is, you know, give him something that changes his worldview and yeah. just pulls him out of his funk so yeah. he can be a hero. Oh, totally. And until they do that, you have this weird Superman who's not a hero. And yeah. um until then, I I think they should just you know fire Superman, promote Shazam. He's got all those other Shazams that can still you know hang around the neighborhood doing Shazam business. Mm-hmm. So promote Captain Marvel Shazam to Superman, and put him on the Justice League. Oh, that makes sense actually, because he kind of fits tonally with like 
Wonder Woman and Aquaman and like some of the other characters who are a lot lighter and and more fun. Yeah, I would would love to see them together. I think I think Shazam and Wonder Woman in particular, Mm -hmm. just because they both they both have a interesting kind of naive look at the world because, you know, obviously Wonder Woman has been sheltered all her life on this other island and she doesn't know anything about the the real real world. And then Shazam, obviously, he's a kid. And then also the just the dynamic, obviously, of of a little boy, <laughs> you know, meeting Wonder Woman, and uh-huh. and trying to have a conversation because you know it's, he already had that kind of issue with I think the, the the kind of the romantic interest there. You know, he's he's shy around girls, just uh-huh. like probably you know any young boy would be. And mm-hmm. so f- to put him now where he's <laughs> he's got to not only engage with a girl, but the girl is, uh, you know, this <laughs> world famous superhero. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that would be, really that would be funny too yeah. and uh, Aquaman you know Aquaman would be great with that too because he's you know this guy who's just this awesome kind of surfer uh-huh. dude that he totally knows how to relate to kids like he, he'd pick on them he'd uh-huh. tease them uh-huh. but you know he, he you know he'd love the kids still yeah. um, so it's you know it's all in good nature so like mm-hmm. they would make a great team I think yeah, actually, that's a really great idea. Batman, on the other hand, oh, how would he fit? Well, you know, he he would look at him and be like, "Oh, great, another orphan. I got to <laughs> compete with this." So, you know, it's just going to remind him of his own uh, oh, yeah. his own problems. So, I, I don't. That's I, true. I feel like if Shazam came on the team, Batman would would go off. He'd have to leave. He'd be like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm going to go back to my cave and 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 uh-huh. be lonely for a while," which is yeah. fine because you know nobody likes Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I don't think Ben Affleck's coming back ever. Yeah, true. But the, that's that that could be a good way of explaining it away. It's just uh, yeah. <laughs> Shazam comes on board, Ben Affleck gets sad. He can't uh-huh. be reminded of being an, he can't, uh, being an orphan. He doesn't want to be around another orphan. Yeah. And so he just goes into his cave and retires. Oh, speaking of Batman, there was this like new rumor out that uh they're going to make a Batman Beyond movie with uh Michael Keaton as like an older Bruce Wayne. And then, oh, yeah. and then instead of Terry McGinnis, it's going to be like a Batgirl or like there's going to be like a, a girl in that role. Yeah. And it's going to take place in the future, which is now. But it's going to be in the Tim Burton, in, in the Tim Burton universe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's going to tie into the Flash movie somehow. Well, that's that's probably less cool. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow it's going to be time travel because that's and, and like alternate dimensions and all of that. Uh-huh, to me, yeah. it seems like that's that's what the only the only purpose of Flash like it's weird to me that Flash, we we don't even know anything about him yet. Mm-hmm. But it seems yeah. like DC's only understanding of Flash is that oh we can use him to flip around to different dimensions and mm-hmm. and timelines and everything. So then it yeah. gives them kind of freedom to do whatever they want, uh-huh. um, fix their continuity. Yeah, they need to really do a Flash movie and 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 actually kind of establish that character. But I, I feel like it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, they are doing it, and but it's like they've. They've written that script like 20 times at this point. Yeah. It's going to be a Green Lantern situation. (laughs) There's no way to make Flash. I don't think there's a... It's hard to make a good Flash movie, I think, in general. But also just given DC how they are these days, Mm -hmm. it's going to be tough. So maybe it is best just to leave him as a literary device. Don't don't explain him too much. (laughs) Don't give him his own movie. Uh Just when you need time travel, just say, oh, Flash did it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's all you have to worry about. Right. So I do think, though, if they were to do a sequel... If, I guess they're working on it. Maybe a sequel to Shazam. Mm-hmm. What they should do is get Sinbad to come and play a genie. Oh, that'd be so! Great. And he can be the he can be the villain of that of the Shazam too. Oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> and then that would totally just you know blow everyone's minds because Kazam is what you know they think of as Sinbad. And so for now, Sinbad to be in Shazam too, uh-huh. 
<laughs> playing, finally playing a genie. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, that, that would finally solve that great mystery. Oh, yeah, totally. Dude, that's such a great idea. Everyone would be like, I thought I saw this movie before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I think people would just start to realize that, um, you know, it was, it was just the future was somehow leaking into the past. And that was, that uh-huh. was the issue. Maybe some, maybe Flash was up to something. Oh, yeah. So it all, you know, it all ties together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as we were talking here, I just Googled Sinbad Genie. And it says it here. Like, just like you said, it's a small vocal number of people, however, claim uh, to have seen an earlier film called Shazam starring Sinbad as the, as the genie instead. But it's a 1996 uh, children's comedy film called Kazam featuring Shaquille O'Neal as a wish granting genie yeah it's it's so weird this is this is the weirdest thing um and if you dig into it further you just you just find more craziness <laughs> people are really convinced of this um that this was a thing and that's why i think you know it's important that maybe we make it a thing for them somebody at some point plus sinbad he hasn't been doing much these days i i think you know he, he needs the work he does yes absolutely he, he, he was in some great stuff back in the days uh you know he was uh jingle all the way oh classic doesn't get much better than that yeah and he was already a superhero villain in that so you know he's he's got the experience mm-hmm. there you go we're gonna have to start a petition get sinbad to play a genie villain in shazam <laughs> i i i think that we'll get a small but vocal uh support <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then otherwise i guess um you know we'll just look forward to everything else that they they do with shazam hopefully this isn't going to be a property that uh dc drops the ball on because i i think they finally got something Mm -hmm. pretty good on their hands and certainly feels more like a superhero movie should yeah and like i was saying you know it works well it would work well with um, wonder woman and some of their other more successful properties even though it's a it's a big change in tone from the the Batman Superman side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And like box office wise, it did about the same as as Ant- as the first Ant Man did. So that got a sequel and maybe even a a third installment. So yeah. So so why do you think people aren't talking about it much? That's a good question. It was well received, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was well received. It had pretty decent box office numbers. Uh, we really liked it, but even even us, I guess you know we don't we don't talk about it too much. Um, so it's weird that this movie isn't. It isn't bigger for some reason. Mm-hmm. It might might be because it doesn't have like that, um, like iconic. Like the character isn't as well known as some of the other characters, um, and it didn't really like, like we were saying earlier, it didn't really like connect um, with the other movies as as like as an integral component. Like he's not part of the Justice League, or you know, he doesn't show up in Avengers Endgame. You know, yeah, he's he's kind of his own thing. He doesn't have. He doesn't get that boost from from really being part of the whole DCEU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Marvel hasn't had an issue with that, too. It seems like, you know, maybe, I guess, Ant-Man to some extent. Mm-hmm. But they've done a pretty good job of, um, you know, kicking out other franchises out there and then and rolling them up in the the big uh, mm-hmm. MCU umbrella. And, and they do well as a result of that. Um, so I'd, I'd like to see the same for Shazam. I, I, hope, I hope it is successful one way or the other. I think, you know, the, obviously the actors involved are all really good um and it was it was a fun fun movie so i think it can kind of save the direction there yeah i think so um i think that marvel the the thing they did was like they they stuck their name on everything so like everything is kind of branded it's like Mm -hmm. if that started with um with the avengers you know they even titled it marvel's the avengers you know and then that kind of put that association in people's minds and um 
they've benefited greatly from that kind of branding. Yeah, and that's what I was saying too with with Shazam. Like aside from the fact that um, you know, they didn't get Henry Cavill in in the cameo there, even the marketing and everything else, just it didn't seem like it was DC. There was nothing mm-hmm. to really tie it into that world, yeah. or even just the fact that it was a a real superhero movie, which is what you sort of need to do. And I and I put I put real in air quotes there just because obviously there are a lot of uh, real superheroes uh, that aren't owned by DC or Marvel, mm-hmm. but the public in the public's mind, if you're a superhero, you're probably owned by Marvel or DC. You know, right. it leads some credibility there. Yeah. And if you're pitching this movie as we're not Marvel and we're not DC, <laughs> then people are going to be like, why would I go see an independent superhero movie? Right. And it, and it had that feel um, to it in terms of marketing, just because just because you know they they didn't really claim it. Mm-hmm. Um, as one of their own, it seemed like. Right, right. And you're right, I think they should, like, for any sequels, I think they should definitely focus on that. Yeah. I think DC, though, has a harder challenge, though, because their name is literally just two letters. Do you know what the D and the C stand for? I thought the C <laughs> might be comics, but... I, it's, so, it's either District Comics... But they call it DC Comics. Or... But, so then it's District Comic Comics. Oh, that's, that's a good point. Or Detective Comics. It's like an ATM machine. Or is the oh, yeah. the Distinguished the, the, uh, distinguished Competition, right? So are, are you are you just making guesses, or is, is there just really no answer to this? Um, you know what? I'm going to look this up right now. Like, I can't believe we don't know this. Because I think that's the problem, is that, you know, DC, it's just, it's, it's just a couple initials. Mm-hmm. And Marvel sounds so much cooler. Yeah. It's a name. So you put Marvel's Avengers yeah. or Marvel's Endgame, whatever it is, uh-huh. you know, it sounds, sounds better. But you can't say, you know, DC's Shazam. Then mm-hmm. it's like... What is is this? Um, you know, political? Why? <laughs> why is Shazam hanging out in DC? Uh-huh. Well, actually, actually, so it says here the initials DC came from the com- from the company's popular series Detective Comics, which featured oh, okay. Batman's debut and subsequently became part of the company's name. All right. Well, then I would recommend changing the name. I think DC. Uh-huh. That's the secret to success. They need a better name. Detective Comics. And really, right now, people call it. DC Comics, mm-hmm. you know, when you refer to the comic books, it, it's DC Comics, yeah. which now I guess means Detective Comics Comics. So, <laughs> so they got to fix that. Yeah, but I do think Shazam is the answer for this DC. Maybe they can rename DC Shazam and then rename him Captain Shazam. See, there you go. Give the other Shazams their own name. Yeah. Maybe one of them is um, you know Captain Detective Comics or something. <laughs> but Shazam is a pretty good name, so maybe they should go with that, and then it can just be you know Shazam's Justice League. Ooh, that sounds cool. <laughs> it does sound cool, mm-hmm. and then you you know it's a perfect catchphrase too, because like he literally says Shazam and lightning strikes, and he turns into an adult. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's a very powerful word. There's your logo. That's like the whole premise of the the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's your introduction introductory logo too. Yeah, and I I don't think we spoiled too much, so anyone who's listening who hasn't seen shazam yet mm-hmm. should definitely go and watch it yeah. and i don't think we spoiled it for them so uh you know they should still find it pretty enjoyable yeah. i think even if you know uh spoilers uh it should still be a lot of fun because it because it is just a really fun mm-hmm. enjoyable humorous movie yeah i think so too definitely go watch it and then tweet us afterwards yeah tweet us let us know on facebook or whatever else um and then i guess tell us what other uh random magic or genie related superhero movie we should uh, talk about next and what magically you thought you saw 20 years ago <laughs> yeah and was it Shaq or Sinbad <laughs> yeah let us know vote down below we'll, we'll, we'll put up <laughs> a uh, Twitter poll to figure out who was really in this yeah. movie 
who was the real genie. Yeah, who do you remember as being the genie? Well, look at that. You made it to the end of this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at WUTR Podcast. If you like the show and want to support it, check out our Patreon at patreon.com WUTR. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Same bat channel. <laughs>